This week's episode of the award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Finding Love in a Hopeless Place. Beyonce's coming out. Why are you reaching back? Because they just killed and canceled Backpage along with um, oh Craigslist God. Casual Encounters. Where am I supposed to find love at now? Where, where are the girls that voted no on the bill going to find love at? I I I I have got to find places it's to find love. You that fast, so sir, where are you gonna find? Love? Ain't no M to M, no M to um F, okay. F to M's, no casual encounters. They done cleared Craigslist and Backpage out of here, and I just I don't know justice for Craigslist personal ads. We will not have it. Oh, you have I say to- we will not have it. Oh. The- Strength of the Black Panther. <laughs> Faces. <laughs> I am the Superman. T H E E S U P A M A N, aka the Hammer, B K A, um, the Assistant General Manager to the Jabari. Oh. Tribe. <laughs> um, a lot of these girls will be key holders, and don't chat. Don't have the keys. <laughs> I got the keys. Um, my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters, and of course, RonaldMatters.com. Um, what's our icebreaker this week? Our icebreaker is the white boy game that's played all over YouTube, and we're just making it black this okay. this time. Right. It is called Truth or Drink. Mm-hmm. So, uh, literally, if you've ever played Truth or Dare before, you know how to play this game, except Dare is replaced with Drink. Okay. So, we're going to ask each other questions, and if the other does not want are to... Are we doing eat, shots, or are we doing... Cause, yeah. Okay, cool. Shut Maybe. up. Shut up. I don't know how um, to do this. And if the other does not want to answer the question... They will take a shot. Oh, wow. I'm so excited about this. Cause so. Um, the gig is up. I might just take a shot because girl, child's fine. Wow. So there's that. <clears throat> Are you ready for the first question? Yes, daddy. I told you we don't play race games here. No race play. Daddy is not race. But cool. I felt very attacked. <laughs> that was very. I felt very um, Old man, young. Not young thought. Oh. Young bull or something. I don't know. Cool. But you're not young. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at my photos. Get uh, into these cheekbones. If you, wanch. Wanch. Cynthia's cheekbones are the cheekbones that last forever. Okay. Not yours. <laughs> First uh, question. If you could pick another co-host to replace me, who would it be? Nobody. <laughs> the gang. Oh, I'll just, I want to drink. Take, oh, take shit, a shot. Because the gang is nobody. Girl, I'd be doing it myself. No shade. Um, so... I answered the question, but here's my shot. <laughs> you have the next question. I just really feel like if it wasn't you, then girl, chat, I might as well do it by myself because these girls ain't dependable. I might as well. Yeah, chat. so that that question was ripped from the headlines of um, Queen Supreme Court. Of oh, that's where it was from. <laughs> so so obviously, you shady girl, with your... Yep, mm-hmm. quite. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So sometimes girls can't be replaced. And um, we're looking at you, Queen's Court. I don't know what y'all going to do. Um, the next question is, what's your username on my visitor? <laughs> I am not answering that. No. Oh. Um, well, this is the part, since you took the shot, this is the part where I confessed that I asked because you told me it was some valuable jewels on there. And so. Yeah, and listeners know as well that there are valuable jewels, and <laughs> that's why. Jewels on your and so some stuff. of our eagle-eyed or eagle-eared listeners uh, may be waiting on that Get to these be... these girls what they want. No, mm-mm. 
they can buy me Beyonce front row tickets and I might tell them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, pause. Um, don't forget when talking about Here For It podcast on the internet, use our official hashtag Here For It Hive so we can um, build a community and all be together. Hashtag Here For It Hive. That was in my notes. Um, the second question are we doing two questions or three? Can we do three? two? Uh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's my go, but can we do three? Yeah, go ahead. Um, the next question is. What happened in your sex dream about me? Uh, what? I ain't had no sex dream about you. Oh, damn. I thought I was going to be... I want to be famous. Well, you ain't going to get famous on that route. <laughs> That's not the route. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what's your question? Phone um, Eddie Long. Oh, wait. No. Shit. Eddie Long gone. No. He put that <laughs> cancer. Mm, quote, unquote, cancer. Um, you mean... <laughs> You are so I'm just looking away. If y'all could see, I'm looking away. I'm like, damn, that was mean. Fuck. I was trying to think of a pastor because the pastors are the ones that dream about wrong matters, not me. Oh, wow. <laughs> and we're going to get to the pastors. Hey, man. Uh, I would like to get to the pastors. Also, this, the problem. This is my pro- market. That's a problem. Stella Awards was this weekend. Mm-hmm. And you missed it. You could have been You could have been DP'd. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about EP'd because, you know, they, they budgets be small. <laughs> they clocks dumb, but... Mm. Anyway, your question. B. Scott or RuPaul? But you know RuPaul is I, everything. I don't know why you asked me that. But cool, the answer is RuPaul. Now I feel like I should just make you take a shot because you knew the answer to that when you asked it. No. Ask another one. I know you live for both of them. I, don't, I didn't know which one you lived for more. Ask another one. You get a free pass on that one. Ask another. Um, <clears throat> um, Kaya or T.S. Madison? Wow, and you know I took a picture with T.S. and threw shade with you in the Uber back to where we came from. Everybody else don't know that. Oh, well. Maddie, Team Maddie. Girl, you, I feel like this is the mommy, mama <laughs> video we watched earlier. Anyway, my question to you. Bitches is watching you. <laughs> okay, come on, Dr. Simone. Y'all on national TV. My question to you is, what's your favorite genre of porn? Uh, Gangbangs. Damn, you that far? <laughs> <laughs> I'm far. Like it's it's like a Damn. it's like a real small market of porn that Shit. gets me where I need to get. And so sometimes I be scrolling, scrolling. Um, it ain't just gangbangs, but my favorite is gangbangs. So if I get a real good gangbang, where they're just destroying the fuck out of her. Um, oh, there's a her. I, so this is hetero. Oh, it can be. Uh, it's no, it can be both ones. <laughs> it can be uh, hers and him's, shims, <laughs> them's. <laughs> All of them. It can be a, all of them. And I might get my full life. Wow. I just don't get my life no more on um one-to-one white boy on white boy. I'm like, Gross. this is so boring. Graduated. Cannot. Long periodically time. But I, there was a time that that was what I got my life off of. Because I, yeah. I started off with Sean Kobe. Sean Cody. Yep. Sean Cody. Com. Yeah, SeanCody.com was like some of the very first gay porn that I ever watched. And so I literally was like, I bought a subscription. And I, ain't, I don't buy no subscriptions. Wow. I don't buy no subscriptions. You was rich. Book. Wow, wow. I was deployed as well. So. What your text documents look like? <clears throat> so, yeah, that was that one. Do you have a last one? That was my one. This your one. Oh, um, I thought one I one? had a... Uh, I Craigslist or Backpage? Oh. Mm. I never got to do Backpage, but... So, I would like to do Backpage because I'm an explorer type of girl. I was like, I got to do it once to say I did it. So, 
Is it to a matter of fact, back page? It's gone, child. That's it's what gone. We, that's, no. that's what we was reporting on. Back, I'm going right down back page. Chop. Personals is still gonna be up there at the top right corner or something. I never been. Is it at the top right corner? Do I have to click the drop down menu? It's gone, child. Oh. Um. Also, again, last week we were at Casa Ruby. Um, we did a very, very important and emotional episode. And so if you did not get a chance to check out last week's episode, please go check out last week's episode. And if you can monetarily um, support Casa Ruby, is extremely important to both of us and extremely important to our community. Uh-huh. Please do if you can. If you can't, that's understandable. Share last week's episode if you can't. But if you can, uh, throw a dollar or two their way. We would really greatly appreciate it. Um, we were there last Tuesday to record our um, one year anniversary episode. Bam, 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 bam. Shout out to Here for a Podcast, fifty thousand listens. And we also went back on Friday because Tuesday when we were there, we were like, What do you guys need? We want guys and girls need because we want to um be an asset to you. And they said we really would like a metro card so we can help get to work, so we can get out of um, the shelter and not need as many of these services anymore. Um, and sometimes, you know, like you feel bad, like somebody got to help you buy food. You're like, oh, I should go to work every day and be able to feed myself. So we definitely went back to Costa Ruby during their Kiki Ball that they have every Friday night. It's a Vogue Ball there. And we donated $250 in Metro cards. So um, the citizens who use Costa Ruby services can get to work because that's the number one thing they said they need so um up next we've got some other things we want to collaborate with casa ruby so thank you to all of our patreon subscribers because you giving to us allows us to help other people in our immediate communities and provide for at least something like a, a, need a, us. a basic necessity Give that they didn't to... that they didn't know that they well, they, well knew, they, they knew they knew that they needed it, but they didn't know where they would be able to get it from. Oh, and so we were able to supply that because of you guys. And so it was not, um, you know, you're not donating to pay Superman's rent or uh, buy Ronald Matters any new panties. Um, you are donating for a cause. And we put we sold it back in the community. Sold. Come on. That's a word for you. For some of the church queens out there. Um, so continue to support us as we support them. I have a serious question to ask you, and I don't mean to offend. I know we're not in the iceberg no more, but who bit Beyonce? I don't think nobody. I'm I don't so think nervous. I don't think nobody bit Beyonce. Well, I think Tiffany Haddish was well, on a roll of telling stories. The um, media outlets that she was telling these stories to back then, because I think this was before Beyonce told her um, sign a non-disclosure if you want to hang Amen. out with the Queen. Amen. And no truer words can be said mm-hmm. um i think all of this was said before that and then the media chopped it up to say okay well we got this one storyline we're gonna we're gonna drop it a month you know they dropped it a month ago of her talking about um somebody walking up on jay-z and then we're gonna drop this other little tidbit because we can get more views and more content streams and stuff like that um i don't think nobody bit beyonce i think tiffany had to start telling the story she was somewhere close and they wanted to dramatize it and say oh well i saw this actress face off with beyonce and maybe she bit at her like, like oh that. just like yeah and didn't actually beyonce but didn't actually bite yeah we're doing our good enamel we're doing our asm so i think somebody bit at beyonce <laughs> okay. uh, i don't think nobody bit beyonce because julius is not here for Child, the shit never a, a actress an actor 
anybody you a, a kitten somebody would have caught the fade <laughs> somebody would have caught the full fade yeah. if somebody bit Beyonce and Julius was near or Jay-Z I would imagine Jay-Z would be just as Jay-Z protective. be across the room because Jay-Z know Julius got it that's the gag yeah so, <laughs> so I feel like somebody would have caught the fade if somebody if Beyonce was really bit that's why I don't believe Beyonce has like I think so she many fans all over the world because Julius pushed them um, so if some girl actually Julius is like okay I'm not on full amount right now I'm just at 75% and somebody got through it, Julius would be like oh girl I gotta protect my job <laughs> girl child she's not about to um, lay me off no pause tonight well yeah and also even if it wasn't Julius Beyonce has enough it's celebrity panel. <laughs> enough celebrity fans that are in the hive that have been like oh no not my Beyonce no 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 not my Beyonce no. Be- uh, uh, <laughs> I, I know the fuck she did not Okay. So even though Superman was not in the room, somebody would have Superman that hoe if uh, Beyonce was bit. So I think she just exaggerated the story. She's got a special coming out. You know, she's feeling this hype train. I understand. You was in the room with the queen. Sure. Tiffany Haddish was doing an interview with GQ magazine. Um, and they were asking her about her encounters with Beyonce. And she's like, oh, girl, I have a new story to tell you about my encounters with Beyonce. And she revealed that... Um, on the night where she claimed that Beyonce was upset what, with someone or something for stepping to Jay Z, that but that's why I feel, that's why attempted to bite Beyonce. So first of all, this girl is attempting to bite Beyonce, and she done pushed up on Jay Z, and she's still alive. That's why I feel like what's this, this bitch Twitter? That's why I feel like the story is one oh, exaggerated, ooh, two man. was told a long time ago. So why would she tell the story of a girl pushing up on Beyonce on Jay Z? On Jay Z, excuse me, pushing a girl pushing up on Beyonce's man is what I was going to oh, say. Wow. Um. Because we know him more as Beyonce's man than Jay Z at okay. this point. Um, Her name is my name too. Mm. So why would why would she tell a story about a girl pushing up on Jay Z um, without telling the story of a girl biting Beyonce if it all happened in the same night in the same time? A I think she told that's a billion dollars. I think she told the story all at once, and the media outlets that she told it to chopped it up and said, "Okay, I can tell the story this month." And then, ex- oh, can, Tiffany Haddish was making this very Stormy Daniels tease. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, you know, I ride this fucking gravy train as long as I can. Okay. Um. So also today's word of the day is potato queen. Do you a know couch what? potato or something? No, a po- potato queen. Um, a white girl. Okay, so potato is brown on the outside and white on the inside. Not to make this about race, but okay. And then a potato is like kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying here. Okay, a potato. Okay, just tell me because I hate. So it. a potato queen is a gay Asian male who is predominantly Asian. Yeah, brown, <laughs> brown, not white, brown. Cool, brown on it. Gay. <laughs> okay, my pilot. Okay, a potato queen is a gay Asian male who is predominantly attracted to only gay white males. Oh. So this is what a keep- queer of color attracted to. White, which is a colonizer. Yes. Wow. So this is what the fuck is keeping me away from LA and San Francisco, San Francisco and Sacramento and oh. all of that shit. I hear San Fran is fun though. When you... I want to go for um, the Castro and I want to go for like the um, uh, like the f- prides. Mm, no, not really. Castro the pride. is like a, pri- a leather pride. Castro. No, is... Castro is a is a space. It's an area. It's an area. Oh, okay. Um, but there's Folsom Street. That's what I was trying to think yeah, of. So Folsom, Folsom Street, Street is, looks so fucking fun with. That's leather. That's leather. Yeah, okay. with the harnesses. Something is leather. Like I know I could just wear that harness shit out. Um, I just associate that with. I associate San Fran with leather. That's the only time I think about it. No pause. That's a big <laughs> takeaway. And so it being there any other time of the year, <coughs> you're gonna be around people that just. 
are white on the inside. Yeah. And that's cool for y'all. That's real cool. <clears throat> um, also, I would like to know if Samantha James is in the same witness protection program Come as on. Nicki Minaj. Come on. We we reported back in November that she was supposed to be out because her page had said that Hashtag she was going to be out. And uh, it's March, about to be April, and we still have no Cookie Tookie, and I am pressed about it. I'm um, enamored by Cookie Tookie, and I definitely am watching the old videos. And when people post her on the IG stories, I get, you know, sentimental. It doesn't matter if I'm happy, joyous, or, you know, if I'm going through a lot. You know, Cookie Tookie comes on my screen, and I emote differently. So. Yeah, we all miss her. Um, we wanted her to get better because we saw there was, you know, star obviously, power. Yeah, definitely star power. Star but there power. was other things going on behind the Should scenes. Should she join Supreme Queens Court? Wow, Queens wow. Supreme Court. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I've been drinking. Watermelon. Nobody else either. Um, I'm eating. This is watermelon and this is tequila. So, Jill. Um. Yeah, I think she should be a guest judge. That would be amazing. That would be a great surprise because I think Tiffany. I think uh, Tiffany Pollard, aka New York, um, aka my cousin in my head, um, was a great surprise for the show. I mean, um, so good job on T.S. Madison's part for that. Um, I just don't think she would be great as a permanent host because she's so big. Mm-hmm. And she needs her own space to do that. She yeah. can't share, you know, a microphone with somebody. She's just too big and too wild and takes over too much. I don't disagree with that. So, what else is going on in Hot Topics? Shout out to you. Um, Should Marlo get a peach? Yes. Same. If Marlo is willing to go further into the under, what's it called? Further into the... Upside down. Oh, if, the upside down. Yeah. If Marlo is well, looks like she to go is. further into the upside down, she should definitely get a piece. She got to. So this man about your house, your condo, and your mama house, sweetheart. We need some. We need the tea. Yeah. So that's <laughs> call what, me a bad server. So that's what I mean. She <laughs> is going further into her uh, upside down because she's showing us this shit <laughs> that she showed on? us in five years. Like what we we just been hearing that she live in a condo and we never seen it. She's before. a fashion queen who we don't still know. give cards and. Returns thing. What fuck did I need to be saying? I don't know. That she don't have no job. Oh, so that's work. Well, first of all, getting dick is a job because you have to flee. Well, for me, you have to flee. You have to starve all day. Fleeing is water sports. (laughs) It's a job. (laughs) Put that thing in squirt. Okay, water sports. Ah. Put that thing in squirt. Hey, you should be the next car to be. Her album comes out next week. Um, whatever it's called, intoxicated by or something. Invasion of privacy. Invasion of privacy. So that's I think that's an awesome title because that's unexpected. Sums up, sums up her last like nine months. She feels like people have been invading her privacy, but you also are a celebrity, so you don't have much privacy. You can go to the bathroom by yourself. You can, well, no. yeah, I was gonna say you can fuck. You by saw yourself. that Chick Fil A video on um, Chap <laughs> the internet today. That little white boy walked under the stove like, "Hey, how are you?" <laughs> <laughs> um, also in uh, current events, Married to Medicine has finally wrapped. Amen. We did not get to talk about it last week because we was talking to the babies and the children's Amen. and everybody Casa at Ruby, Casa Ruby. Um, but this week we got time. What's the first thing that you took away from that? Uh, the first and the biggest is I want Married to Medicine to give me my feelings back oh. because they took all my feelings. Yeah, Especially the, trauma. the second... 
part of the reunion. The third part, not so much, because mm. um, I don't believe it. It felt staged. Uh, I didn't believe no. it. I don't believe that they, was my favorite part. I don't believe they got back together. Would I think they give me a stage. What's up? I think they about to be. I think they're gonna be broken up before the the show the returns. Is final. I think they're gonna be broken up. We sat there for a whole hour and watched them fight. Oh look! It looked like Dr. Simone and Cecil might fix it. No, the divorce is final. <laughs> but that's what I, I felt like. Like he really didn't want to get ri- get rid of this bitch, Tammy. and she really didn't want to be with him if he wasn't gonna say "I love you" every other day. Dr. Heavenly said he fighting for Tammy. Who's Tammy? Mm-hmm. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. She ain't here. <laughs> Spirit animal. True I agree. Tea. I agree. You don't give twenty years of your life to somebody and they name not Tammy. If you feel that way about Tammy, go marry that bitch. But Simone should have saw the writing on the wall. Hashtag writing on his walls. Amen. Um, hashtag writing on his walls. That was the episode before. Um, she saw. She She should have saw the writing on the walls when he would have opened up their house and their family to this bitch for eight days. What kind of goddamn live in Atlanta? What? And she got a job and a, a house of her own. It'd be different if like she was putting out of her. She was getting put out of her house or she was divorced. But not even if she was divorcing her man because we wouldn't care. But why the fuck does she get to stay here for eight days? We have two houses. Tell her to go somewhere. We got two houses and she can't stay in there. One of them for eight days. That's the gag. So, I mean, I felt how Simone felt alone in that marriage. And that's why I know that that marriage is not going she nowhere. She was always with Tammy. Focused on Tammy. And he was, but and then he was reprojecting those same feelings back at her saying that she, she wasn't spending no time with him. And she didn't have enough time to spend with him. Um, but... You also spend a lot of time with this other bitch. So, if I wanted to spend time with you, ain't you unavailable because you with this other bitch? But it's important because his love language, which we talked about in previous episodes, her love language is hearing "I love you" all the time, and his love language is actions. Yeah, his the way he grew up, he didn't hear "I love you" all the time. People around him showed him love all the time, and he feel like he he felt like. He needs to spend a lot of time with Dr. Simone so he could show her with his actions that he loved her. And so when she's always on call or if she's always out filming Married to Medicine season five, there's no way that he had the opportunity to show his love for Dr. Simone. So that's why it didn't work out because your love language is hearing I love you, but my love language is showing you I love you. Yeah. So there was some... That was tough because I knew I knew that we have discussed the five love languages. In. Yeah, um, but you can also fine tune your love languages because they've they've been together for twenty years. So his love language in the beginning of the relationship could have very well been that, but it could evolve throughout the relationship. Why has it not evolved over twenty years into okay? I I know that she wants to hear it, and that's not what I'm comfortable with all the time. Mm-hmm. But how can I send this bitch a voicemail? I ain't got to like have a full conversation, but I'm just going to send her a voicemail. It could be pre-recorded or whatever to say, I love you. I'm thinking about you, blah, 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 mm-hmm. every other day without actually doing it. That's what he should have been figuring out if he was really invested in the marriage. And he didn't because he wasn't. I think the gag is um, earlier on when she was in residency, somebody to show her that they cared um, was cute at first because in residency school, you have your residency shift and then you can't wait to get off of residency and go flirt and be fast. But as you become a mother of two, three, develop a full practice and go through a lot. I know that you would like for me to have time to still be available for you to show me your love language. But girl, I had the same. Just call me and tell me. 
Okay, cool. I'm fine. <laughs> Her love so, language evolved and he is state stain. So how we can correlate this to us as in the community Amen. is would you let a friend of yours go for your relationship? So oh. you you guys really can dive into this and, and dive into it in the comments. Tammy gotta go. According to the people. Uh, well, again, we're gonna we're gonna answer it, but you guys answer it in the question in the comments as well, um, of of how you would feel. So think about like friends that you have right now. If they b- became problematic to you having a relationship or a relationship that you're currently in, would you get rid of those friends? So to me, I say depends. Okay. Some friends, quote unquote, that I have, ain't really friends of mine. I Mm-mm. I. We friends on Facebook. We may Hang go out. We may go out every now and then. I buy him a drink at the club. He'll buy me a shot. Cool. Yeah, maybe. Um, but they, you know, I, I've kept them at arm's length for a reason because they don't deserve to be in my inner circle. They haven't earned my trust yet, and so they would consider us friends. They would consider that we have a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't consider them like true friends, and so those type of friends I would definitely get rid of for a relationship. I would definitely get rid of friends that my partner feels like um, that they're competition or that they're Ooh. taking up space that our relationship could be having. I would definitely get rid of any friend like that. Um, well, I definitely, it's happened in the past, but I would definitely encourage anyone, if you feel like um, you need to choose your relationship or me, Choose your relationship. All this. I want you to be happy, and you are happiest when you feel you have found your soulmate. And so, if I'm in the way of your soulmate, I will tell you every single time. As your friend, I will tell you every single time to choose your man over me. But this way, anybody, chill. No shade. If you got to pick that bitch over me, pick that bitch. No shade. Then that's not no shade to friends with men's. But chill. Go, go. You go and be great. Daughter of Christ, <laughs> um, yeah, that's absolutely that's very selfless, Amen. and I think a lot of a lot of uh, friends should feel the same way. Um, church announcement. Amen. <clears throat> you know he loved to introduce the segment with a good old throat clearing. April twenty seventh through April twenty eighth. Your two there. favorites. Oh, I gotta be there. You're gonna be there. Okay. And he's going to be wearing something cute. He don't even know it. Because you said you was going to be wearing a romper. So I started looking up rompers. I was like, oh, girl, these don't come in my size. <laughs> they don't come in many people's size. They don't stop them from wearing them either, though. Hello. So April 27th through <laughs> April 28th, we will be at the age of the Digital Griot Podcast Conference. Amen. We will be there with our topics, maybe with our rompers. In live, in color, here in D.C. The address is uh, 1110 Vermont Avenue, Northwest D.C. Um, it is a conference with us and a couple other podcasts uh, locally and internationally. Okay, shout out to Podcast in Color. Um, Barry will be there. She does amazing thing with all of the podcasts hosted by anyone of color. She hosts Podcast in Color. Um, shout out to Brown Looker Report, Faith Uncut. Tea with Queen and Jay, um, Panama very, Jackson, so many Optimus Mo. It's gonna be so many podcasters there um, doing live shows, spilling mm-hmm. knowledge. Uh-huh. Um, you should definitely be in the building. We're going to include a link in this podcast. If you uh-huh. want to come up and see us out live and in color, yep, dicks out. Wow, 
Asses out. It's gonna be in a public forum. Well, everybody's I've not been, gonna be LGBT either. <laughs> I've been known to be nude in public. I'm a bottom for, on purpose. I'll just say that. So if you would like to come and see us, you got some time. Mm-hmm. Get your tickets now. We will see you April. 27th and 28th. I don't know. I want I wanted to make Child, it to 17th. My, put your outlook up, okay? April 27th to 28th. You're going to see us. Is that it for Hot Topics or is there more Hot Topics? There's more Hot Topics. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, also last week we did not get to talk about Lena Waithe. Lena Waithe we is out We love you, here, Lena Waithe. Amen. Out here basking in all the success that you know uh, the awards have brought her and she deserves. Is she like the first black... Lesbian woman to cover vanity. She's like, of course, it's a record. Because uh, why is there still a record? But girl, it's a record of some sort that she was. So yes. we're happy for her for that. Her and her girlfriend are like kissing in the cover mm-hmm. story photos or something. It was yeah. a lot. Yeah, and it was absolutely beautiful, and it um sparked a conversation that I thought that we should have as well. Okay. Um. So not only, like I said, is she basking in the glow, the glow ray. Of Hallelujah. everything that's going on positive for her because she's just worked so hard and she's done everything right and Amen. she's been creative and she's stuck to her craft. Oh, she's been creative. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, Keep that relationship intact. You gotta double <laughs> double click that mouse. Sometimes you gotta double click it. Double click it, Bow. Come 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 back. Come through, Amen. Anyway, um, so no matter how poignant and beautiful is I beautiful she is, I think that she's even more calculated and smart by the way that she's doing things. What's the discussion you want us to have? So, um, there are obviously other homosexuals in the community and in the industry that she's in Mm -hmm. that are not out, that are not um, putting their pictures in magazines, that are not um, supporting the quote-unquote community Mm -hmm. on the internet the way that she is verbally, vocally all the time. Okay. Are you here for them? Yes. Even though they stay in the shadows? Yes. Because um, we got this far right now with the people we have right now, but there have definitely been people who have blazed trails on the low. Because, I mean, like, you know, we praise Rosa Parks and we praise Martin Luther King and we do our Black History Month projects on them all the time, but... They definitely weren't the only two or three leaders. Um, what's the guy who has the Rainbow Fund in Chicago? Um, Jesse Jackson. You know, like Jesse Jackson's the Rainbow Rainbow Coalition. Yes. So you know, like there are, but there are so many people who did work behind the scenes whose names were not as out there. And even in the blocking sphere, I definitely collaborate with a lot of those people. And in the podcasting sphere, I'm noticing that there are people who are not as out there with discussing black gay issues every single week when they plug up their microphone. But those people definitely blazed trails and paved ways and girl child took out trash and you know, every every voice matters. Hey Amen. I, I feel that. I feel like you just tried to come for me and I should fight you right now, but I wouldn't recommend that. Um we're every voice matters. I, I think there's a difference between allies because everybody's not going to come at all gay people ain't out the closet and running around in wigs. I mean, some of y'all pretend to be DS raids. Part-time, at least. Anyway. But but no, that that's the, the problem that I'm somewhat addressing is... Strength in numbers. I want everybody to be loud. Strength in numbers. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, there, 
if without Lena Waithe, if she could have been someone that was quote unquote um, just I'm doing myself. I'm you know I'm focused on school right now. Uh-oh. But she wasn't that. She was very unapologetically lesbian and out Amen. and loud about being a lesbian Amen. and proud of being a lesbian. Amen. Um, and that is why I love her because some of her screenwriting to me, I just I probably would never even have noticed if she Shout wasn't a black lesbian being picked up by Showtime. I, but I, I would I, some of it I would never would have noticed. If she wasn't a black lesbian. Amen. So I'm saying that to say there are people in the LGBT sphere that aren't being a part of the sphere and not utilizing their gayness and not utilizing it as a platform um, when they could be and not making themselves a beacon um, that we can look at. Because a lot of lesbians got excited and regular gay boys got excited when we saw Lena Waithe and her girlfriend's pictures. It was so Mm -hmm. cute. It was so personal. And... There are probably 10 other Lena Waits in Hollywood right now, but they don't want to come out because they're afraid. Well, I definitely want to say shout out to Seven King, S-E-V-E-N-K-I-N-G, female to male trans star of Eden's Garden, a web series on YouTube who said, hey, I'm female to male trans and I want to give a spotlight to a lot of us who are transitioning and go through T-shots and go through lovers who want to accept us because they think we want to be men. And yes, I got a little mustache now. And yes, I'm getting a little hair on my chest because of my T-shots. But Seven King is another amazing um, black trans producer, director, and writer of LGBT content. And Seven King just wants us to enjoy content made for us by us. So shout out to Seven King. Um, I mean, Seven King is on Lena Waits' level because they don't have the same budgets. But there are people out there who are doing the same thing that Lena Waits wants to do and trying to accomplish. We have got to do a better job of giving them the spotlight and acknowledging like right now, yes, it's not full um, budgets like Tyler Perry Productions. Child, what's the budget for those? And um, Acrimony looks like it has a really good budget and I want to go see it. Acrimony is starring... Taraji P. Henson. My queen. Um, But, you know, there are people out there who are doing things and have things going on. We've got to do better as a black gay community of giving them the spotlight, which is why RonaldMatters.com exists. So tune in. And that's why I hear for a podcast. Exists uh, exists as as well. well. So, um, again, if you are one of the other 10... Um, they take they actually take tee shots in the series that Seven King does. So I'm like, one, I'm afraid of needles, but... Oh my God! No, what? what and they have you, to take T shots every day for like two or three years before the doctor will allow you to have your transition surgery. So. Yeah, top and bottom surgery, mm-hmm. and so yeah. maybe we'll cover top and bottom surgery on another episode. Um, but it's a full, full it's, process. You got to go through. It's more than twenty minutes on and the it, it, <laughs> <laughs> Top and bottom surgery sounds simple, but it is not as simple as top yeah. and bottom. Man. No. Um. <clears throat> so this week in sexual health, I would like to discuss. The new trend on Twitter of submissive tops. Oh, um, it is real. It's it's a, it's a beautiful sight to see. It's just it's gorgeous. So there's a new sexual position. It's not new, oh. um, but it's becoming real popular on I, Twitter. I, that's better. I was like, oh, it's new. Oh, no, it's been, I, well, women were doing it to men like in. 
the 1400s and stuff like that. Amen. There's, there's like centuries ago. Amen. Yeah. There's like there's Greek art of women doing this, <laughs> this position to men, and it's what's in the, the position? You're and it's about? in the Kama Sutra as well. So this position is called the uh, Amazon position. Let me Google this. I'd be I'd be so intrigued because I'm <laughs> I'm Googling with y'all this listener. I'm like who? The, Amazon position. The Amazon position is where the bottom, the person that is receiving penis. Okay. I'm not saying. She has to actually be a bottom, but the person that's receiving penis at the at the time. Badgirlsbible.com has the picture. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I on Bad Girls Bible? What the Bad Girls got a Bible? This sound like um butterflies that, that <laughs> Amina was in. Anyway, um this is the position where um the bottom puts the tops of the legs in the air uh-huh. and rides the dick like she's fucking him. Not uh-huh. she. Like he's fucking him. Um and it allows the bottom to have full control. Over the full sex position. I like this position. <laughs> I feel weird when I'm riding. That's the number one thing I feel. Because I'm tall and my legs feel weird. But looking at the picture of this, I could see this. I could enjoy this, it feels like. There's a compilation video of this that I've seen on the internet. Of, of boys like on the, boys? No, the women being on top of the man riding him with his legs up in the air. Yeah, so the the first time I ever saw it was Shay and... um. Whatever her point yeah, boyfriend there's is. There's a black couple. Yeah, um, X Tube fame, Shay and Jay something, I think his but name I is. But I watched it because, like, with the man's legs up in the air like this. You can see his asshole. Talking, oh. That's secret, why I watched the it. Secrets revealed. That's why I watched it. I watched it because I can see his asshole. I can I'm see like, his hole while she's up there doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Am um, I a top part time? Wow. I thought, I've been saying for 54 episodes, you're versatile, but you don't believe me. Yeah, I um, watched definitely for that purpose. So, um, it's also T when it's you fun. It looks fun. When you see mid when you see boys do it and you see the bottom on top right taking track. taking control. There's two holes at the same time. Yeah, yeah, you well you don't get to see the bottom's full hole because her his hole is It's flashing in and out of vision while she's bouncing up and down on the thing. Hopefully penis has obstructed the view of, of his hole. If the if the dick is too small, you shouldn't even be attempting this trick anyway. So sexual health this week is what? This sexual position, get get into oh. it. What's it called? You say the Amazon position. Oh, the Amazon position. So again, if you are a bottom, Not tell me. your top, I'm gonna put your legs back. Don't tell them. Do, don't <laughs> tell me. Just do it, please. Just do. It. I I because I, I didn't now got time to Google it and search it and look for the hashtag. Don't tell me. Just do it. Put your top's legs back. Get on top of that dick while his legs is back. He has no control over nothing but an orgasm. He can only come at this point. That's the only thing he can Probably do. Probably looks like, what the fuck? This bottom got me doing. <laughs> this bottom got my legs back. Legs to the, the moon. What the fuck is going on right now? So, um, spice up your sex life is yeah. is this week's sexual Spice health. up your life. Hey, I like that. That was good. Because I had to Google it and stuff. I like when you do stuff like that. It'd be tricking me. I'd be like, bitch, I'm telling you this way. Um... Thank you guys for so much for leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts and on SoundCloud. Thank you for all of your comments on SoundCloud. This week, I have a review by at Dorian at the gate who sent us um, a comment on our Instagram DM. It says, I'm catching up on your podcast. The gay life hacks episode was funny as hell. You guys had me laughing and nodding in agreement while I was at the gym. Great chemistry between you two. Not that Apple album. That iPhone, iPhone users made. Oh my God. <laughs> that YouTube album. I was like, how do I delete this? But anyway, Dorian out loud, Dorian out the gate 
say great chemistry between you two. Thanks, Dorian. This week in social studies, um, we're wrapping up National Social Work Month and every March sponsored by the National Association of Social Women? Work. Oh, this oh, I thought this was Women's Month. It is Women's History Month as well. Okay. But the National Association of Social Work spotlights, quote, the nation's 680,000 social workers who act as advocates, champions, and leaders who make our society a better place to live. Thank you, Jazz Hands, our previous co-host from Brown Liquor Report. We were on Brown Liquor Report last week. Go listen to Brown Liquor Report if you have not listened to our episode about Iyanla attempting to help that girl who was kidnapped at birth. And then the mother had wrote into the show to Iyanla to say, like, I would like to be on the Iyanla Fix My Life where I told my daughter that she was kidnapped. And then when the Iyanla pulled up. She, she had to pull back <laughs> When Iyanla pulled up She had to pull back And so last week We read oh, Iyanla yes. For the motherfucking filth Tune with the Brown Liquor Report With current social worker Jazz Hands And myself A previous healthcare provider Um, There are lots of different Types of social workers There is child Family And school social workers There are medical And mental health Social workers military social workers because lord knows if you are involved with the government it's gonna be a minute and you're gonna need a friend and my co-host who's former military uh triggered and there are also community social workers who work for the better involvement of people in communities on, on larger levels so um shout out to all the lcsws msws psychotherapists guidance counselors rehabilitation counselors case managers, public policy analysts, grant administrators, and everybody who work in social work. And life coaches. Just everybody. Because life coaches do a lot of social work I as couldn't well. think of all the jobs. It was It's so many jobs. 680,000 people. And we didn't want to say fuck your drag. We, we want to <laughs> include your drag. We want to include everybody's drag. Yes. So, um... Happy National Social Work Month to everyone who has a job in social work. And I was Googling um, how to thank my therapist because I was like, I definitely want to do a good deed, especially when they know it's Social Work Month. And um, a lot of the blog posts by therapists said that they just want to hear you say thank you. I was like, bitch, that's all I got to do? Just, I don't feel like... Mm, uh, well, one pay your copay on time. Yeah, I feel, like they, I feel like they kind of... One, have your copay. <laughs> I feel like they kind of want to be tipped. Because really, like, if they put the time and the effort in, but I want to tip them. Because I know that, like, my social worker here, me come talk about all my things and how I like to go to Chili's two for one or how I like to go to Applebee's or my... Because Applebee's has the $1 margaritas right now. And so, like, yeah, I want my therapist to know, like... When I'm going through it, when I get off, I go to Applebee's. But I don't know if my therapist likes red wine, white wine. I don't know. Gift cards. You know, like, what do I get? Okay, so I know my um, therapist drives a Acura, so do I hit, give them, like, a a $100 gift card to servicing their Acura? I mean, like, That's what do you give your, your therapist? For but Christmas. <laughs> a lot of the posts that I saw by therapists, because I was paying attention to those, they just want you to say thank you. Um, and also, if you're comfortable, tell them how you found success after working with them. Oh, yeah. Because they want to use that technique or method that they use with you to help someone else. Yeah. Some, so, um, as a recruiter, 
the best thing that I've ever gotten to say thank you was a card uh, from somebody that um, I put in the military. Uh, he got married, had two kids, yeah. um, was happy. He was also in Texas. Um, and he was just like, thank you, because I really wasn't interested in joining the military at all. And then you just... You, One, he didn't you, know what his options were. Yeah. And Two, he, you explained those options clearly to him. Yeah. Three, it encouraged him to sign up and look at how his life changed. His whole after. life. Yeah, his whole life had changed in like the matter of two years. The trajectory. And, of, and then he sent me a card and, and then that card I put on my wall. So that okay. thank you is extremely important because um, I know from my profession it was extremely important. Hey Amen. So shout out to National Social Work Month. Every March, it always comes around. Thank you to everyone who goes to school and studies social work because I know that it's not um, paying y'all CEO salaries or it don't definitely clock you out at 8 o'clock or 5 o'clock and you don't have to deal with clients anymore because, y'all, if something happened to me at 8.30, I'm calling your ass and you need to be available. Well, when I went to school. (laughs) (laughs) and got my degree. (laughs) Well, I wasn't sucking dick in school. Wow. What's your song for your soul this week? Oh, <laughs> we are moving on to songs for our souls. Yeah. And I received an Instagram message that said, let me re- go back to the Here For a Podcast Instagram. So if you're not in the Here For a Hive, you don't get to make these requests. You don't get to make these requests if you're not Here For a Hive. So the Here For a Hive made a request and we're answering. It says, hey, I know you guys have already listened to Tony Brexton's new album, 10 Times Over. 40. I w- recommend foh for the song for my soul when she says it's been 47 hours seven minutes and 30 seconds and you just now responded to me boy you must be suicidal is that bitch right beside you because i know hell it couldn't be me tell me who you think you are stop I'm, right there I'm, oh stop right part. i know i know part. i said stop right there oh. for a reason thank you which one is the song for your soul so we're gonna say the song for our soul <laughs> From, from Sex and the Cigarettes album. Sex and the Cigarettes. Sex and, well. Sex and Cigarettes. Well, Sex and Cigarettes. Well, those cigarettes, because shit, they the, main, <laughs> they the main point. Um, So, Sex and the Cigarettes came out over this past weekend. Amen. I've been listening nonstop. Yep. Um, so and good. I have opinions. I'm going to let my co-host say what his song for his soul is, and then okay. I'm going to go. They had a song you to let the bottom go first. I'm sure, um. <laughs> Not chauvinistic. Hashtag restraint. You're going to think about the garbage can. You're going to think about. What do y'all think about? They said Tops are supposed to think about the garbage can, taking the trash out, washing dishes, and Tops think about something else. That's so it. heteronormative. I don't not, know. That is not true. <laughs> uh, anyway, the song for my soul is definitely Long As I Live. It's so weird that that's the current single, but when I saw the video of that white Maybach and her getting out the car with that white umbrella, and in the rain scene and was talking to Chocolate Detroit. Mm. I was like, mm. He was so fucking fine. That nigga's I, 22. Woo! You said you was going to let me go first. <laughs> so you going to let me get mine first or you going to go first? That was an addendum. <laughs> Long as I live, I didn't know. I, I knew the song was radio friendly when I heard I was like, okay, I can see this as a thing. It's radio friendly. But the video definitely pushed me into, mm. I live long as I live, hey man. This is a bop. Um, I also definitely live for coping because I love a good heartbreak song set to a club beat. Because as I said before, in the Phyllis Hyman song for your soul challenge, girl, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna be. I'm not this type of girl. 
I could have sad emotions, but you gotta set it to a upbeat. Cause I'm not the, I'm not gonna be. Well, I have moments, but and I also live for missing, which is the last song on the album. I don't know. I was listening and listening and listening. I don't know what it is, but I like it. And there's that. Yeah. Um. So I can see why she named the album "Sex and Cigarettes." Finally, the title track because. I didn't know what the fuck she named the album Sex and Cigarettes like, for what? before. I was like, Sex and Cigarettes? What? Your album titles before have been just like iconic and like we we would be able to grab it from the headlines. Secrets. Like, oh, bitch. Yes, I live. Pulse. Oh, bitch, I'm tuning in. The Heat. Yeah. And then you Sex and Cigarettes. Like, what? That's too many words. I feel like this was <laughs> this was Banji because of Birdman. And so I, did, I didn't know what the fuck it was. And then I heard Sex and Cigarettes. And then Sex and Cigarettes told me. That's yeah. why the fuck she named Bitch. this album Sex and Cigarettes. Because I wish a nigga, I wish a nigga would come get in our bed smelling like sex and cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I wish the fuck you would. Who the fuck do you think you are? I'm going to get to that part in five seconds. Um, So I lived for that. I lived for the whole album. The, the, the only thing that I didn't did not live for was the first track that she released deadwood and i was just i really really tried as a tony braxton stand i was like okay I, you guys gotta live, listen to it 20 more times and then you're gonna be into it and i listened to it 20 more times and i still wasn't and uh it's the first track she put out on the album and it's the weakest to me everything else on the album is so strong it's so powerful there's so many songs like the longest I live song mm-hmm. that I know that Detroit niggas is gonna make a hustle to by, by oh my next God, weekend. A hustle. I live for good old. I, hustle. I know. I know they're gonna make a hustle to it. I know they're gonna make a hustle a to good it. Good old two step. I know they are. Uh, one two step. You hear me? No R. Kelly. Uh, <laughs> More Sierra. Um, I'm the the most pressed that the album is 30 minutes long. Like most of my sex sessions are over that, so I can't even fuck to this album because mm. I'm gonna have it's gonna be on repeat at this at that point. Uh, but I'm grateful that she put time, energy, and spirit into the album because it's so so great. It's so so amazing. Which song is so? Shut up, cigarettes. And it's not. Fuck out of here is also the song. Woo. For <laughs> So, in the first ever of one year of this podcast, yep. we have the exact two, same two, song two. for our soul. Yeah. So, fuck out of here yeah. resonated with me so yeah. much. Mm-hmm. It don't take, I've if said you it don't, a thousand times, it don't take long when it's good. Okay? It don't mm, take long when it's good. Mm. Woo! Wow. Um, if you don't want me around, then don't come around. Nope. And cloud up my atmosphere. Fuck out of here. Amen. Who do you think you are? I'm a star. I'm a star. Who are you? That resonated so much with me because, like, who are you? OMG. Miss, ma'am, sis, auntie, yo, ma, all of that. Girl, who are you? I am the star. And you have to feel like the star in every relationship and situationship that you get into because you are a star. Amen. And so if you don't feel like that, get out that shit. Um, so shout out the fuck out of here because you know, as much as I live for long as I live and coping. Missing and, missing, and coping. Ooh. 
I had to tweet her when I I like I listened to Copen like listened to it like I listened to it a few times yeah. but then I like listened to it and read the lyrics while I was Coping listening to is, it. Copen just takes me fucking Coping through. Copen is Nick's video tease, Nick's single realness. Yeah, I think Copen should be next, and it should be voguing. That's what I was um, pondering because I know that we don't want her to be too overwhelmed with oh, having but- to memorize a routine because very Todrick Hall. Oh no, but she does should, though. I want Todrick Hall to direct the next video. Um, cause Dim Beats, Tadra Hall featuring RuPaul, that was a full production. It was. It I enjoy. I enjoyed the production value. Yes, Tadra Hall is problematic. Yes, my fave RuPaul is problematic. But the production of um that the single beats. for, for Tadra Hall, production value was to up to, to the to the moon the roof up to the to the moon up to the to the roof. No, to the moon that was is a the very nineteen Ru- seventies. To the moon is RuPaul's song. Okay, cool. You old. You older than me, so I don't know. Let me shut my fat ass up. Um, it's time for listener questions. Is there anything that you definitely want to talk about in listener questions, or because I have a lot of listener questions, it just depends on where you want to go. Um, who fucking? All right, now here we go. It says, um, this is by Thomas. Oh, intro. Oh, Send us your questions to here for it pod at gmail. Dot com or to any inbox where you can find us on the internet. Is this Thomas from Memphis? <laughs> he sent me this letter <laughs> anonymously, so he might have said Thomas from Indiana. I don't know. It's Thomas. Bitch, it might be. <laughs> Thomas the train caboose. So definitely Thomas from Memphis. Hey, Thomas. Thomas asks, how do you make your... I need you to answer this seriously. Okay. So listen. Thomas the Train Caboose asks, how do you make your sexual fantasies come true when there are so many sexually transmitted diseases out there? I want to go to the den in Atlanta and have a train run on me, but the last time I tried to make it happen, none of the dudes wanted to use condoms. I was left disappointed. How can I make my train fantasy happen safely, preferably with a condom? Sincerely, Thomas the Train Caboose. Mm. Um, well, first, the, the word safe is uh, problematic. Um, you can have... Safe is... Uh, God damn, every word is problematic. The is problematic in 2018. You hear me? The. The. Is it We're the gonna, is problematic or the? It depends how you pronounce it. Well, first off, I'm the Superman, so there's that. Um, the word safe is problematic because you can't say that people that are having trains ran on them at the den aren't doing it safely. So even if they are doing it um, minus condoms does not mean that they are not doing it safely. Their level of safe safe is I do not want to contract HIV. And so if they're not contracting HIV because they are extremely adherent to prep. Great. That is their level of safe. If your level of safe is I do not want to contract any STI or STD or heebie-jeebies or nothing and i want everybody to have a condom on when they put their penis inside of me and i want seven dicks lined up you need to organize that shit at your house you need to find seven niggas on um not back page of craigslist because r.i.p at this point um seven niggas on jack seven niggas on grinder um and make sure that they all are attractive to your standards they all are interested in only having condom sex and they all are interested and free on Saturday. Organize them niggas to come over on Saturday and get your whole ran through with condom penis as you please. 
That is not going to happen at the Den in Atlanta. The Den in Atlanta is for freaks. It's for niggas that just want to go there and get their life. They're not concerned about no condoms. You know, some people are sometimes there. But for the most part, people go to the Den to just get their life and go back home, get a nut and go back home. And they're not concerned about condom usage. And a lot of times in those spaces, that's the norm. And it's not going to change anytime soon. So be realistic. If you would like to just have condom sex with seven niggas running a train on you, organize seven niggas on these gay apps. Ask if everybody's free at 12 on on Saturday. And if everybody free at 12 on Saturday, probably four of them going to show up because, you know, niggas um, and, and get your whole ran through that way. But you're not going to that's not going to happen in, in the den naturally. Um, as a past patron. I, oh, wow. As a past patron. I was trying to be serious. Okay, so I think your answer of the anonymity that this person is looking for, Thomas, the train caboose, you're not going to get the anonymity you're looking for if you have so many, oh my gosh, they have to be street tops and they have to be 10 to 12 inches and they've got to enjoy missionary or doggy because when you're having a train runner, you, you've got to be in one position for a long time. So they've got to enjoy both of those positions, definitely. And uh, if you're looking to micromanage it, you've got to micromanage it. (laughs) You can't can't ask for anonymous without anonymous shit happening. When you want anonymous, anonymous shit happens. Somebody fat going to show up. Somebody little... In the dick mm. department, gonna show up. Somebody that want to take His the condom off. Not gonna be as white. Th- that's well. that's what's mm-hmm. that's what's anonymous. Mm-hmm. And so people that like anonymous sex want the thrill of I don't know what's gonna happen next. And so that's what anonymous sex really is. And so if you want anonymous sex, have anonymous sex. You want to have micromanaged sex. You want all these parameters to be checked. He gotta be bald head. He gotta have a beard. He gotta be six foot one minimum. And he gotta use a condom. And, and that's fine. He gotta have at least two corns on his toes. And and that's fine. You can have all hey, those Hey, do things. you have two corns on your toes? I don't have no corns on my toes. Uh, they are very lookable. For my trailer park. But if you, if you want to prescribe to all of those parameters, you cannot ask for anonymous sex at the same time. Yeah. You have to have either anonymous sex or parametered sex. So Thomas the Train Caboose, I hope we helped you. Um, I love you more. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Our second question comes from Dorian, who asked us on um, Instagram. It says, who taught you about gay sex? My friends have me for advice about friends with benefits and fuck buddies all the time. And it would be great to hear your views on that. Who taught me about sex and fuck buddies? No. Dorian asks, who taught you about gay sex? Question mark. Who taught you about gay sex? Um, uh, the I'm part- gonna get emotional. Okay, here we go. All right, I told myself um, I'll control it. Well, I mean, porn first. <clears throat> um, then I would say queer as folk. Um, and then I would say Elin Harris books. I'm gonna get emotional. Oh my god! And I'm so, like, like I talked about in previous episodes, Elin Harris books really has such a profound impact on my gay days. Um, it just it was my outlet that I did not have to tell nobody about. Nobody was able to even surmise what I was reading by mm-hmm. the titles and the covers because they didn't know who the fuck that was because they was heterosexual. And the ones that did know, obviously, was homosexual. Mm-hmm. So it was a great outlet. And that's, you know, I just I got to find out so much through books, through porn, so media, basically. So the reason that I'm even semi-popular today is through media. And so if I can elicit any of that 
uh, for anyone else, I would have made, I, I made a impact. Um, I definitely want to say the person who taught me about gay sex, and I told you guys on the podcast, there was this guy when I was a freshman in college. His name was Chris Waters, back at the University of Memphis, and I'm trying to not get emotional because my co-hosts know that I go on tangents when I get emotional. But um, Chris Waters, he was like, you're a bottom, you're going to be femme, you're going to be openly gay about this, and you just need to accept all of the things about yourself and who you are. And Chris Waters was murdered last year. Um, it appeared as though he was setting up a hookup for um, this guy to come over his house. And then two men showed up. He was robbed and he was murdered last year. So the person who taught me about gay sex. Well, the person who taught well, one, first, about being gay. It's okay to be femme. It's okay to be open about all of your your things going on. And child, first of all, neither one of us could have ever been trained. But Chris, y'all could have been traded. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> that was that was the gag between him and him and I, his and I relationship. Him and I. Um, because my best friend at the time wanted to do something with him and wanted to do something with me separately, mm-hmm. but we knew each other together. And of course, mm-hmm. when you message one bottom and they know each other, mm-hmm. we both like, you see this one? He messaging you. He messaging. Anyway, so shout Hmm. out to Chris Waters because back in Memphis, first day of college, University of Memphis, Chris Waters was like, hey, you gay, you must come here, girl, come here, girl. And I was like, don't call me girl. I don't really like (laughs) it's funny. Okay, I'm going to laugh. I was like, don't call me girl. Sis, I'm not a girl. I don't like when you refer to me as girl. And Chris kept on girl, sis, cousin. He, Chris would niece, <laughs> niece, niece, niece. I gotta go. Gather yourself. I gotta find me a woman. <laughs> and you see how many women, women you found since then? Um, but Chris Rodgers, rest in peace. Oh my God, I'm trying to nug it. I promise, I'm trying tonight. But Chris Waters, freshman year of college in high school. I grew up so sheltered. And Chris Waters was like, hey, well, girl, you in the upside down now. Hashtag upside down. I'm sure he didn't say the upside down back then. <laughs> he, we didn't know what the upside down was. No. Um, but but Chris, if, oh, my God. But oh, if God. you have an opportunity to be that to someone else, Amen. please be that to someone else. There's not Mentor enough. Mentor someone else because you don't know how you can change their life and their trajectory where they can be honest with themselves, the things that they have to give to the world, and push them to be if it wasn't for Chris telling me like, hey, this nigga you talk to, he ain't the one. Nope, because he telling you to not be fam and run a matter. Well, I wasn't run a matter. First of all, I wasn't even run a matters yet. Hey, man. Oh, it's going to make me even more emotional. But Chris Waters, freshman year of college, he told me, hey, hey, come here, sis. <laughs> sis, come here. Come sit by me. And he was, hey, come sit over here. I got something to show you. I got something to tell you about. And I would not be the person I am if it wasn't for Chris. I saw you coming at the door. Chris saw me, and Chris was like, hey, you are my friend now. You are my friend now. I want to tell you about gay life. I want to tell you about gay sex. I want to tell you about the bitches to watch out for. I want to tell you about the bitches that don't have your back, the bitches that don't have your best interest at heart. And I would not be the person I am if it wasn't for Chris telling me to be confident in myself because I had zero for, well, mm, I was like, 35% confident 
But bitch, Wakanda forever. My confidence is through the roof. You bitches can't shake me. Because I know where the fuck I come from. And you you guys also out there can build <laughs> other... Y'all where the fuck I come Oh. You guys also out there can build... Y'all don't other, know where the fuck I come from. Y'all don't know what the fuck I've been through. You guys out there also can build other Ronald Matters by just doing the same simple things. And so when you see these people that may be um, under developed in confidence that may be a little scared that may be a little new that may be a little naive you can pull them in and you know pull them closer to you and say hey come on come, come sis bitch come or, on, come on bro come on. you know you could you could have That's just changed what i loved about you casa ruby because everybody that was at casa ruby was like i'm gonna lose girl i'm at the homeless shelter game what we need oh bitch i'll tell you what we need bitch we need some metro cars so we can get some work we need some couches so we can sleep in peace um, the white girl was like, I need some lice to repel it. Because, you know, some white girls be having lice. Uh, we still got to go. Not all white girls. We need to go. Uh, no, shade. I feel bad because I know we gave the $250 in Metro cards. But I do want to go back and give that like Vamoosh, I think mm-hmm. it was called. I'm going to Google it. He said he wanted some Vamoosh, Vamoosh, Vamoosh. lice, something. Because the white girls need that. And I, I, I'm not just here for the black gay girls. I want the white gay girls to have what they need. Because if you're at the homeless shelter, girl, it don't matter your race. You are in need right now. I want to. I need to put like a case of that together on Amazon Prime. And since, as a matter of fact, let me put that in my cart. Yeah. So again, you can um, also be a part of changing changing the tra- trajectory. It's a lot going on. I'm shopping. You can change the Amazon. trajectory of of a, a young black gay man by pulling them closer and not shunning them and not being in this click. We culture. need more of that click culture that we currently are in in a lot of cities in a lot of places and so from dc to new york to dallas to los angeles to chicago there are a lot of click cultures where uh, people are saying oh well you can't sit here you can't sit with us because you don't look like this you don't sound like this and oftentimes you can change the trajectory of someone's life when you allow them to be in y'all space so stop that shit um, we're going to move on to here for it. <clears throat> it's your turn. Um, I saw a viral video this t- today. Actually, I I think it's been up a day or two. I guess. Well, today's Tuesday, so it probably happened on Sunday because they were still singing in the background. Amen. Um, literally, amen. Um, at the Potter's house. Oh, uh, the church. Oh my God. At the Potter's house. T D Jakes. It's serious. Mm-hmm. His church in fort worth texas uh one of my home states uh decided that they have a political patriarchy mm-hmm. and uh there was someone that was volunteering there that was not here for the shit mm-hmm. so uh if you would like to search for the video so you can know what i'm talking about just look up potter's house fight um and you can probably find the video on youtube yeah, and or twitter look up <laughs> yeah so a church fight just look up Potterhouse fight in a church will come up yeah mm. um but anyway during the video there was a young lady that was accosted by multiple members of the potter's house including officers that were not credentialed as police officers but mm-hmm. were credentialed as security officers mm-hmm. she asked for uh the ability to leave multiple times multiple and was not allowed to leave she was walking towards the door 
And Big Black Trey closed the door in front of her and said, no, 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 we're going to handle this right now. And she was like, no, I would like to leave. leave. It's nothing else to be handled. I would like to leave. No, no, I don't no, want to no. talk to y'all no more. I would like to leave. And then the dude threw her on the floor, put his knee in her back. And she was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I was trying to leave. And he said, no, we're going to handle this right now. And put her in handcuffs. So, uh, if you have not guessed for by now, um, I'm absolutely not here for the church no. politics. I'm absolutely not here for pastor queens because pastor queens are the ones that allow this kind of culture to develop around them. They're the ones that say, okay, well, I'm at, I'm the head of the church. You the emissary, um, you the chief of police, you the vice president, all of these people with all these titles. That don't need to have no titles because they don't do shit and they ain't earned these goddamn titles. You earn this title because you've been sewing ties here for like three years. Mm. That's why you got a title. Mm. That's why you're important here because you oh. pay you pay for it. Oh, okay. So we buying titles in church. Mm. Is this breaking news or is this a investigation project you've been looking at for three months? Or? No, it, was, it it literally just happened. Um, but. Um, Pastor Queen, I would like to say to you, please remember the reason that you're supposed to have a church. Uh Um, T.D. Jakes is Pastor Queen, a.k.a. Pastor T.D. Jakes. There there are multiple Pastor Queens, but I'm talking to I'm talking to that Pastor Queen at this moment. Mm. Um, But please remember the reason that you have a church. The reason that you have a church is supposed to be to uh, direct the word of God to people. You're not supposed to be administering people. You're not supposed to be policing people. You're not supposed to be telling people um, where they can and can't go. So get your shit in order. The gag is um, Audrey Stevenson, who is the person we're talking about. Audrey Stevenson was a volunteer, was a volunteer at the Fort Worth. The Potter's House. um, Location of a T.D. Jakes conglomerate. And the rules were you cannot go on the main stage. Well, one, especially T.G. Jakes out there, girl. No, you're just a volunteer, so don't be inserting yourself. Um, And she had been on the main stage, and they were reprimanding her in the back because, hey, as a volunteer, this is not your job to go on the main stage when, um, you know, like a big service, a main service is going on. You're a volunteer. You help in the back and move things around or come hold space here and there, and but don't be... And she said, Pastor told me to come up here. Pastor told me to do this. And the first lady. Um, and so um, after she was being reprimanded on the, on the low, she said she talked to the first lady because, like, um, Pastor told me to go up here and these people are reprimanding me. So I called the first lady because I, uh, why are y'all reprimanding me? I'm just, one, I'm just a volunteer. I'm, I'm not even on salary. So why are y'all even causing a big fuss if y'all were so pressed Fire me then, girl. That was my first offense. I'm just a volunteer. But, and then I was like, so why did you call the first lady? Because it's my right to call the first lady. And the first lady said, there will be a meeting with you and you because pastor told me to come up there and do whatever the, whatever it was. She, I don't even, maybe she waved her hands from side to side. We don't even know what she did when she went on the main stage. But these people were so upset. And this person was like, the girl was like, Audrey was like, ma'am, ma'am. She's like, don't call me, ma'am. Why would I not call you, ma'am? We at church and this is... And this the South. Ma'am is a sign of respect. I could call you bitch. 
Well, oh, and funny. then she got to the cuss words because I would I would have got to the cuss words a <laughs> lot faster. The video the video was like almost twelve minutes long. Ten to twelve. And well, mm, ten to twelve. So shout out to us for saying ten to twelve. Well, um, the video was very very long, and she got to cuss words later on. Yeah, I would have got to cuss words in like the first three minutes because I'm not here for the shit. First off, Jesus did not ordain no. you. The administrator of the church. No, nope. this nigga over here ordained you. So stop pretending that you have some godly duty nope. and some godly position that Jesus Christ ordained you to do. You didn't have none of that. Nope. So you don't have no no domain over here. I can go where I want to. I can say what I want to, and I can leave when I want to. And so the point where it got to be kidnapping. She was arguing for like four minutes, and she's like, "You know what? I'm out of here." I just want to go. And then the the and security guy would not let her go. The security guy had closed her for No, we're going to handle this right now. And then she was like, no, I would like to leave. And then he put his, he opened the door back, threw her on, he threw her on the floor. She was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you? Like, you can hear her crying out on the video. What are you and doing? And they put her in handcuffs. And she was like, why am I in cuffs? And the police officer showed up. You are being detained. What am I being detained for? I don't know. This And she said, this is unlawful. I'm being detained and I don't know what I'm being detained for. As an officer of the law, you have to, you have to tell me what I'm being detained for. Under suspicion that so-and-so, so, under suspicion or we are investigating that so-and-so. But you have to tell me and then you can hold me for up to 72 hours. That's the gag. Y'all need to know your rights. Black gay men out here, you have to know your rights. She was being detained, but for what? Under the suspicion of what? They are investigating what? And the officer couldn't... I don't... She explicitly said, I don't know. But we're going to figure it out. What kind of dream is this? It's not a sweet dream or a beautiful nightmare. You can't detain me and not tell me. Because when I call my lawyer and tell him that I'm being detained and you don't know as an officer of the law, for what? For what? Then the officer, the big black boy who was out of breath. No shade to big black boys because that's my type. Um, But... He was like, I was trying to, and she was trying to, and then she tried to leave. And then I told her, no, you can't leave because I need to explain to you. And so I had put the hand. No. So that don't make it lawful. Yep, no. I'm sure bitches have tried to leave a thousand times in your life, and you didn't have no reason to detain them. But now you want to detain me because I'm trying to leave. Oh, okay. Potter's House. <laughs> T.D. Jakes. Pastor Queens. Fuck out of here. Not here for it. Fuck out of here. I'm absolutely not here for it. Oh, wow. This took a long period of time. Oh, but I was passionate about that as well. Because, you know, I don't do religion like that. Um, This week, I am definitely here for a specific video that I want to play for you guys. And I've got to find it. So, there's that. I fucking hate when you meet a bitch for the first time and she act like she don't know you. Hi. What was your name? Bitch. You know who the fuck it is, bitch. Bitch, don't act like you ain't see me on the gram. Don't act like you ain't see me out in these motherfucking streets. Bitch, don't act like you ain't see me on the gram. I fucking hate bitch. when you meet a bitch for the first time. You know who it is. Hi, what was your name? It's at Ron Matters. You know who the fuck it is, bitch. It's at the Superman. Don't act like First of all, I don't know who the original video is, but shout out to her because she was on her lunch break at work and she stepped outside where there was sun. Um, and she had bundles. She had a 24 inch, she had a 26 inch, and a 30 inch. Um, Remy, straight. No beach wavy tees. Yeah, it's straight to the point to you hoes. 
Don't act like y'all don't know who I am. Y'all see me. Oh my gosh. What's your name? What do you guys do? Oh my gosh. You have a radio show. Oh my gosh. Are you guys, a little radio show. Are you guys the boyfriends? Oh my gosh. Like it's at Ronda Matters and at the Superman bitch. You know who it is. You award winning. Award winning. Award winning. And there's that. So I was absolutely here for that. But I'm here all, for it. She's got a great channel where she does other funny videos. Oh, you know what her name is? Um, no. I want to follow her, but <laughs> well, yeah, we'll we'll the second we'll thing cultivate is, that later. Well, back to that. My pot, my pussy pops severely. Oh, yeah, y'all know my pussy pops severely. Okay. The second thing is these Republicans like, oh my gosh! At first, these people who were marching against guns violence from Parkland, um, we thought they had all put their lunch money together. But this just does not feel like the same type of thing. It feels like it's endorsed by celebrities and they have a lot of money and celebrity endorsements behind them. Yes. George Clooney. Oprah Winfrey. George Clooney first. Gave $500,000 to the organization of Parkland because he just had newborns and then five to six years when his kids going to school, he don't want them to have to deal with gun violence if they pre-K. Then Oprah said, you know what, bitch? I met your motherfucking $500,000. Oprah Winfrey. So that's $1 million to boot. And when Oprah invested in something, the donations came motherfucking running in. So the motherfucking March for Our Motherfucking Lives, bitch, here in Washington, D.C., we don't know who organized this. You think Oprah Winfrey gave $500,000 and then make sure the logo was cute? Then make sure that the bitches didn't have a strategy. Then make sure that the bitches had Ariana Grande booked for a damn live performance. What the fuck you think? If Oprah gave and George Clooney gave, that's the first meal. What the fuck you think happened after that? The coins came raining in. We are marching for our motherfucking lives. And shout out to Selena Gomez who said, Black Lives Matter, this aggressive hashtag. And they're just, oh, it's just so much. And then when March for Our Lives came about, Selena Gomez wanted to, oh, hashtag March for Our Lives, you know, we're out here and bitches get a new kidney and don't forget what happened two years ago when bitch, black men out here dying and don't have shit going on, ain't doing shit. This goddamn black man in California in his grandma house in the backyard texting bitches on his iPhone. Police show up. Don't even introduce themselves as the police and start shooting him 20 motherfucking times. We're going to get there. No, we there now. No, because uh, who, who, who are you? Why are you shouting at me in my grandma's backyard? Get the what? Huh? What? Who? Huh? I put my hands up for what? Who? are what, Huh? Shot him 20 times and he died. Meanwhile, these white. Motherfuckers gets got a Burger King on the way to being charged and being fingerprinted. And oh my gosh, some white man today was child had so many opportunities and to do what and for what. And I was telling the Superman off air, we need to come up with a hashtag for when these white men get all these privileges. And mm, can I please stop and use the restroom on the way to the to the to being incarcerated? We need an official. If you know of one that's already in use. Colonizer concierge. I don't know what it's called. This nigga <laughs> got to stop at Burger He murdered up people in a church. But that's what it is. He got to stop by Burger King on the way. So he has a concierge. Burger King ain't even as good as McDonald's. Burger King's salt isn't even as good on their fries. I don't know. I, I disagree with what, that. 
well, Arby's has um, curly fries. Oh, yeah. I live for a good old Arby fry. fry. But but in those situations, I'm those, still mad. those white people get concierges. What the fu- What's the hashtag for that? They get concierges. So, you know, a concierge is someone that just waits on you hand and foot. And it doesn't look like these people have committed crimes. It doesn't look like these people have committed crimes. It looks like they're just being waited on hand and foot. Of course. They put a bulletproof vest on this nigga and took him to Burger King. No, we want to kill this nigga. He shot up our church. He don't get no bulletproof vest. He already in a bulletproof car. What the fuck? Meanwhile, I can't sit in my grandma's backyard and text my hoes on my iPhone. Because you think it's a goddamn weapon. It was a Galaxy, actually. Shout out to Android. (laughs) But still. So, that uh, brings us to our last call. Well, you go first, cousin child. Yeah, and so my last call is there. (laughs) We drinking tequila tonight. Oh, my God. So... Uh, Ooh, what my co-host was talking about there for a moment was uh, Stephen Clark. Stephen Clark is my last call. Amen. <clears throat> Stephen Clark. Stephen Clark. Stephen Clark. Stephen Clark. Stephen Clark. He's Stephen Clark. Stephen with the O. Stephen Clark. 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 I said his name 20 times, 20 times because there's a a a number of bullets that amounted to 20 fucking bullets that they shot at Stephen Clark that killed him. Um, again, as we were talking about a moment ago, he was literally in his family's backyard. He had a Samsung Galaxy phone, uh-huh. not a crowbar, not a bat. Not a gun. Your sister's in Detroit was running up girls not, with cars. <laughs> Whoa. Not a dildo. First off, don't do this. Um, not a dildo. Not a, a baton. He had a Samsung Galaxy phone. And yes, they used to be real dangerous when it was blowing up and shit. Mm-hmm. But they <laughs> you brought that back. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but they have not been dangerous. You're trying to make a joke out of a serious situation. I'm trying to get us through. Okay. But they have not been dangerous since. So, for the Sacramento PD to feel as if a Galaxy phone in his hand warranted 20 shots, warrants all of them to go to fucking jail. For them to say, mute the mic, and for them to have the ability to Mm -hmm. mute the mic while recording body camera footage, Mm -hmm. says there are more people behind the scenes that need to go to jail. Why, Why are we putting body cameras on police officers that can mute the goddamn the volume of the body camera the whole point is the body camera is supposed to be the for us the citizens the mitigating factor because police officers lie and they cover up shit and they change stories Mm -hmm. and they fake reports so the body camera is supposed to be our avenue into i was really there i saw yes somebody tried to assault the police officer and then the officer you know didn't have no choice sure cool when that happens Mm-hmm. But why are police officers able to mute? Offer the privilege of why? Marriage. Why are they able to mute their body cameras? What is that? What 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 benefit besides obstruction of justice could that be? Why why else would they need to Ooh, mute obstruction of justice? Yes, charge them hoes. Why why else would they need to 
mute their body camera is it too much rap music playing in the goddamn police car i don't understand why they're able to mute their goddamn body cameras and so the police officers that are involved the police officers that shot those 20 shots at stephen clark killing him Mm. all need to be indicted all need to go to jail Mm. all need the death penalty i'm not i'm not playing with this shit no more people need to be made examples of because when when black men quote-unquote raped white women we were made examples of mm-hmm. we were killed we were hung we were hung and so now with a full culture of white men killing black men with disproportionate violence there needs to be made some examples some examples need to be made out of and i'm not saying the whole police force is terrible trash I'm just saying examples need to be made out of because nothing's changing. We've been saying the same shit for the last six years and nothing has changed in 2018. Make some examples out of them. Um, I would also like to dedicate my last call to Alton Sterling. Um, His colonizer killer got off like most of them do yesterday. And, um, this is also why I say that there needs to be some examples. Mm-hmm. If you really believe in judiciary uh, punishment, then you got, you have to make some examples or say, you know what? Just fuck that. Fuck niggas. Say, say one or the other, but both of them can't happen at the same time. Because they definitely use every chance they get when Meek Mill is locked up or Meek Mill is in jail. Ain't killed nobody. Ain't did nothing. Uh, he broke up a fight at the airport. There are people that when shot 20 shots. When needs to make an example out of McMill? When needs to make an example? 20 shots off of their handguns at one person holding a Samsung phone. And none of them niggas, well, they're not niggas. I didn't even introduce themselves. Like, who are you? Why do I need to put my hands up? What is going 20 on? 20 shots. The last time I heard 20 rapid fire shots like that. The last time I heard 20 rapid fire shots like that. I was on a military range. And we had extra ammunition. Were you in America? No. No. Okay. But we we were on the military range. Y'all were on the military range. Y'all wasn't like in California or Arizona. Or- but that's the last time I heard that many consecutive live shots. Like in a movie, it don't count because that's just blank. Yeah, but consecutive live shots. There's no reason. That's what. That's the point that I'm making. There's no reason for that many shots. You shoot with accuracy or you don't shoot at all and these people were just shooting for game the gag is the military the military be like girl don't be wasting our bullets but that's what i'm saying we <laughs> had so local we had police extra, is like we had we got bullets to waste no the fuck you do the local police we had we had extra ammunition because we went to the range you know to do our normal zeroing targeting military things. training we, we did we'd already we did that already and then we had some extra bullets and so when you got some extra bullets you just I'm like okay well okay it's fun shooting so let's just shoot and so that was the last time i heard like 20 consecutive shots what are you shooting at and what is your goal right they need duck hunt they need duck hunt nintendo platform and call me back when you get it together what's your high score they need duck hunt my last call is to the hashtag. I want you to Google this if you do nothing this week. Hashtag me, him, us. Um, in the UK, they have a photo campaign at bus stops in magazines everywhere. Hashtag me, him, us. It's a campaign to discuss the importance of black 
gay men or well, men of color. Um, we all get grouped together. And is that shade or is that a blessing? Men of color getting tested and discussing um, HIV awareness. Not only are they amazing photos and promoting positive gay images of black men, but they also have a purpose. So look up the hashtag me, him, us, and just get into the photos. Because even though we don't live in the UK, we want persons of color in the UK to um, have a amazing campaign promoting getting tested. So hashtag me, him, us. Search for it on all of your social media. And shout out to GMFA and BAME. Yeah, I don't know what these things mean. Come on, but acronyms. Shout out to the UK. And we love you guys in the UK. If we could bring here for a podcast over there to get people excited about getting tested for HIV, herpes, syphilis. If we can do anything over here in America to excite people in the UK about um, getting tested, I'm available. And the Superman is available to stick a couple fingers. Well, he has a nursing degree. He probably is a certified phlebotomist. So, um, we want to come over to the UK and get people excited about testing. Let us know. Here for a pot at gmail.com. We love you guys over there in the UK. And we have a lot of listeners outside of the US, UK, then Canada. So... Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Here For A Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure you go to our Instagram, our Twitter, and our Facebook at Here For A Pod. Go like, share, and subscribe. It is only important when you share it with your friends. You know, like sharing dick, sharing ass. You know, you do that with your friends all the time. So, share the podcast. We appreciate you so very much. Stay tuned for next week. Stay tuned for our conference next month. And we will see you guys. Oh, my God. The conference next month. We already talked about it. We will see you guys next month and next week in episode 55. Thank you, guys. Bye.